Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the weekend in January the 27th, 2019. Can't believe this is my last Author Diary of January already. Doesn't even feel like the month has had a chance to get going yet. But here we are, approaching February, so that's pretty crazy. I've had a productive week. I wrote my third draft of The Lovers. I expanded my outline for The Chariot and I've started writing my first draft of The Chariot. So I've written two chapters for that. So that's a good start. That means on Monday I'll just be able to get right into it. No resistance, just get straight to work. So I've just launched book six, which is The Hierophant. And so I'm really enjoying doing these monthly releases, getting them out. Because every time I release one of these, it seems that a new bunch of people discovers the first episode. And so I'm getting constant read through. So that's really cool. Now, what I'm finding crazy is that I am now starting book eight. For me, this is where the story really begins. So some people have asked about my character Red in the past. This was from my short story collection, Her Name Was Red. And now my main character has started to be known as Red. And she's moving from being quite a naive girl to someone who's quite competent and kicks ass. And so I've still got another 14 books to write after this one. But it's crazy to think that just over a year ago, this was a bit of a pie-in-the-sky idea. I joked about it being like a concept album. You know, each book being based on the tarot, that kind of thing. But, you know, now I've really got my teeth into it. Now I'm into the heart of the story. It's great. And I think as well, the fact that I'm doing it on this kind of episodic basis, it's forcing me to get them written and to keep looking forward. So last week I mentioned that I'd launched a Patreon. So I've had my first two patrons. So I want to thank G Mark Cole and Niall for offering your support. This is really appreciated. G Mark Cole was a first patron. So he went in at the dollar level. Niall went in at the $5 level, which is amazing. So thank you both very much. It's really appreciated. Now what I'm doing with my Patreon page is I'll be posting at least two short stories a month on there. And also if you enjoy listening to these author diaries, you can listen to them through the Patreon site a day early. So that's patreon.com slash John Cronshaw author. Now I finished reading Moby Dick this week. So I started reading this over Christmas and I've just been picking away a couple of chapters at a time and it definitely rewards a second read. I last read this in 2009 and I think this is just such a tremendous book. I love it. I could see why it's not for everyone. I could see why there's a lot of resistance to this book, but I think it's great. I also finished reading a book called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. I suppose you call it like a business self-help book, so this is just about getting into the right mindset to run a successful business. Now, there were a lot of good tips in this, but this was one of those things where it verged into woo. So talking about visualisation and asking for spiritual guidance and things like that, that's not for me. But as with a lot of these things, it's about taking the things that are useful, applying them to my working life. So I've also started reading a book called Gate Thief by Orson Scott Card. Now this is in his My The Mage series. So this is basically contemporary fantasy. This is set in America in the 2000s, makes references to YouTube and things like that. And it basically follows a boy who has inherited the powers of Loki. So I read the first book in this series. I think it was probably in about 2016. And it was really good. And I forgot this series existed. So I've picked up the second book. And a couple of chapters in, so far so good. Was immediately transported back to the world. Remembered the characters, remembered what was going on. So that was good. Now I mentioned, I think it was probably in the new year that I wanted to start doing meditation. So I've been doing that every day. I've been doing that using the Headspace app on my phone. And so I've actually bought the app because I completed the basic course. And I've started doing a 30-day 
course on focus and I have found this really beneficial I didn't think I would I think I thought okay it's going to help me relax it's helped me going to help me clear my mind a little bit but I felt myself being more focused as I'm working getting less distracted so I would recommend doing that it's not something even a couple of years ago I would have saw myself doing because I've always thought of meditation again on this kind of level of woo new age spirituality kind of stuff but I was listening to a podcast i think it was last year by a guy called sam harris and he does a lot of stuff exploring philosophy of mind on his podcast he he talks a lot about meditation from a non-religious perspective and i've had quite a few authors recommend meditation to me and so yeah i have been resistant to it but it's served me well so far and finally a bit of an update on my harmonica playing so i've been following some lessons online a lot of youtube stuff and so now i think i'm pretty good i've got the breathing techniques down i've got the chugging i've got the different rhythms i could also bend the notes now now what i'm finding with harmonica is it i mean maybe it's just the way i'm doing it and the way i'm playing it but it feels a lot less deliberate than say something like the guitar where you almost need the muscle memory for the chord changes it feels a little bit more free-flowing and i think probably because of the way it's set up in a diatonic scale then you're not going to get bum notes you're not going to get things that are off key it's all in key what I really like is my son has now started playing. So he's six and he's, I've been teaching him little bits here and there. He's got his own harmonica now and he's been really enthusiastic about that. So that's pretty cool. I hope he carries on doing it. He does seem really good at sticking with things like that. It's like if he's got a project that he's doing, he will take it quite far. So he decided the other day that he wanted to make a Arctic animal poster and he did and it's huge. It's bigger than this door and it's covered in things like narwhals and polar bears and arctic hares and birds that I've never heard of. And he did a similar kind of thing with Pokemon when he got really interested in that. He's got a poster that he made that is probably about 20 foot long and it's just A4 pieces of paper stuck together that are filled with drawings of Pokemon, literally hundreds of them. And he kept adding to it over weeks. In fact, <laughs> he reminds me of me a little bit, being able to keep on these projects for a while. So my hope is, is that he'll carry on doing the harmonica we can help each other learn, we can support each other. And it's a nice thing to do with my son. So I did have a question this week. This one is from Sophia. She asked, what does your writing process look like? So what I'll tend to do is I will start with an idea. I'll think about it for ages, sometimes months, sometimes years. Current project that I'm on at the moment, I've been thinking about for over a decade. And then what I'll do is I will write an outline, usually by hand, scribble notes, do drawings, draw maps, that kind of thing. And then once I've got all these notes... I tend to leave them for a few days and then revisit them and then type them up into something that I can work from as an outline. And then when I write the first draft, I will dictate. So I've got a recording app on my phone. I will literally walk around talking into my phone and just get the story out. And then because it gets transcribed using a piece of software called Dragon, it's usually a bit of a mess. It doesn't get everything, and especially when you use the transcription mode. It's probably about 90% accurate. And so when I do my second draft... There's a lot of writing to do. I usually double my word count because the way I tend to work is I'll get the dialogue down, I'll get the actions down, everything else, descriptions, that kind of thing. They come later. First draft is all about the story. And yeah, second draft is tidying it up, padding things out, making sure everything makes sense, making sure it flows, making sure the rhythm's right. And then as I go into the third draft, this is when I'm really focused on the stuff on a sentence level. It's where I get rid of all things like passive sentences, unnecessary words, repeated words. It's about the rhythm of the sentence and then they get edited and then before I release I'll go through the edits with my wife and she'll read out the text to me and we'll go through it and proofread together. And so that's really good hearing someone else read it, hearing where this stumbles. Sometimes I will hear echoes 
in sentences. So sometimes where you've got the same sound repeated a couple of times and that just sounds clumsy. And so once we've finished doing that, that's when I'll get it formatted and published. So with these books I'm working on at the moment, the whole process, I think, takes about four weeks. But as you've probably heard listening to this, I'm working on the early draft of one book. I've got another book waiting for edits. So it's, it's always a constant flow of things going on. So remember, you can visit my website, it's com. There you can sign up for my newsletter. That's the best way to keep in touch. So until next time, cheerio. Cheerio.